Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Steve Ulster. Steve, you're the founder of Podcast Magazine. You don't become the founder of Podcast Magazine without being in the industry for some time. So th- first off, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me. Well, so give me a quick background on how you got into podcasting and, and some of your accomplishments in the podcasting realm. You know, it's interesting. I uh, I love the medium. Radio has always kind of been a holy grail for me and uh, yeah. used to DJ in clubs and had a radio gig when I was, you know, way back when in the college in the early 20s, those sort of days. And um, always loved everything about radio. And I felt like if I could get a syndicated radio show, like that would be the holy grail. And, uh, and you know, man, it just, it, it was hard, right. To break into radio being in Chicago, which is where I was born and raised oh, trying, gosh, to get a, you know, yes. trying to get a, a gig there was really, really hard. So I started looking at some of these AM stations and, and whatnot, lots of AM stations. Then you could buy broker time and this, that, and the other. So I did that for a minute. And then I realized that number one, I'm paying for the time. Number two, it's a small channel in a huge market. No one's really listening to this thing. A few people here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And it was around 2009 or so that I realized, you know what? I've heard about this podcasting thing. I know it's out there. I've listened to a couple of them, but it was really hard to get those podcasts. You had to put them into a catcher and then download the file and then put it in another thing. And like, it was like six steps to listen to a show. But technology was starting at that point to kind of catch up with demand a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Let me see what I can do about launching a podcast here. And so that was really my first foray into the world of podcasting as a podcast host, launching my first show, which is called Reinvention Radio, which we still do to this day. And what I loved about it was, you know, with the podcast, you can reach pretty much anyone, anywhere, at any time. And so radio, you know, it's like you're just limited by the signal and who's listening at that particular moment. Podcasting, evergreen, lives on forever. And so I just really started embracing this whole podcasting is really the new broadcasting type of mentality. And that was when I started jumping in pretty hard into into the mix. And I took a little time off, came back, a little time off, came back. Um, But really since 2015 now, uh, I've been going full force into the mix, launched another new show called Beyond Eight Figures, where we sit down with entrepreneurs who have either exited for more than $10 million or currently run $10 million plus businesses. Um, started an event called the New Media Summit, where we bring in 150 people and 40 top podcasters. We give 150 people the opportunity to take center stage and pitch them. And they literally get booked on the spot on those 40 shows. Um, and then Podcast Magazine, as you mentioned, is something that we're launching here uh, in Q1 of, uh, of 2020 and, and super, super stoked about that because it's for the fans, not for the podcasters. 
you know, going back, so going back to Chicago, just simply because, so I'm originally from West Michigan. So all of my heroes, you know, we could actually, we could hear AM radio from Chicago. So I was listening to WGN, WLS. Mm. Who were some of your, we'll geek out just a little bit here. Yeah. Who are some of your, like your Chicago radio legends that, that inspired you? Now you don't go back to like Larry Lujak days, do oh, you? Oh, sure I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, Larry Super Jock. Right. And you know, the, the, the morning zoo type stuff up on B96 yeah. and you know all that but you know from from an early uh, really early age there if I'm going to start pointing out people I mean I always loved Brand Meyer's approach you know to yeah. stuff and, and what he did and Steve Dahl's approach you know to what he was doing and uh, then they brought on Howard Stern on WCKG yeah. there and so oh, yeah. I always kind of like that that whole shock jockey sort of in your face let's have a real deal conversation here some of it was obnoxious of course but a lot of it was mm-hmm. funny you know and and so Mankow then came on and did so much over the years there um, and and some people have likened what we do on reinvention radio yeah. to a little bit of me being sort of the Howard Stern of personal development so to speak <laughs> Well, you know, I think what was what was revolutionary about it is that it was just much more honest and it was less programmed, uh, but it was just much more authentic. It was just, hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's, you know, it, it just, yeah. it was less scripted than uh, news and talk had, had, had ever been, I think is, and I think that that's really inspired what we have today in the podcasting world, uh, which, and what's, you know, like to your point, what's so amazing is that there's a low barrier to entry. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have an instant audience, you know, that a radio station may may be able to provide, uh, but you can build that audience based on what I consider to be a true meritocracy. Yeah, it's it truly podcasting has truly leveled the playing field for all of us. And when you, when you look at some of the top shows, not saying all the top shows, but when you look at some of the top shows right now in podcasting, what you'll see is a lot of unfamiliar names. And that's a good thing. You know, I mean, certainly when you get Ron Burgundy, right, and you get Will Ferrell jumping into the space, and, and I mean, come on, he was on Jimmy Fallon, Colbert, and Jimmy Kimmel the same night, so he went across the country and filmed those segments on the three shows he was on all three shows the same night when the Ron Burgundy show released season two of the podcast. I mean, so insane to be able to converge new media and old media there and get the type of visibility that he was able to get. That's not going to happen for us mere mortals and Ron Burgundy, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a cute little tidbitty show, whatever, you know I mean? Like, but Reality is when you look at somebody like a, a Rachel Hollis or a Jenna Kutcher or, you know, it, it, any of those types of people that aren't household names, that don't have these celebrity, you know, these a, that aren't A-list celebrities, that don't already have millions of followers on other platforms and yet are able to do some pretty impressive things in terms of getting into the charts and getting onto the radar of folks who had never heard them before solely by leveraging the power of podcasting, you can start to see how even us mere mortals, right, <laughs> who don't necessarily have the the benefit of all of that influence, of all of that authority, of all of that visibility that they're able to gain through other channels, 
we can still dance with a lot of these big, big boys and girls that frankly, in, in no other medium, are you able to do that? Yeah. Let's talk about a podcast for business owners. So let's say that you have an existing brand, uh, maybe you're a traditional business owner, like you've got 50 employees uh, and you've been toying around with the format. You know, you're kind of, you know, certainly you've got a blog, you're doing some social media. How should some, how would someone know if they should add podcasting to their repertoire? You know, so it, it's a really interesting conversation from the standpoint of there, there's a lot of different ways to leverage the power of podcasting. Now, what what we're seeing in terms of a 50 employee company versus a 50,000 employee company, there's a, there's a big difference there, of course. One of the things that we're starting to see a lot of the large organizations do is doing sort of what they might call and what you might call like a personal podcast from the standpoint mm-hmm. of it being an internal podcast where they can now communicate with their employees the world over through a podcast. So it's it's almost like a private podcast, if you will, just for that company, which is a great way to communicate with them. It's a great way to share, you know, what's going on, what's new, what's now, what's next, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't look at it from the standpoint of building business. It's just an internal dialogue amongst the company to its employees. On the other side, if you are a business owner and you're looking to generate visibility, credibility, authority, and of course, highly targeted leads and revenue, there's no better platform on on the planet right now than leveraging your own podcast, especially a very niche-specific podcast. Let me give you an example here. So our company helps business owners, coaches, authors, speakers, uh, solopreneurs, holistic practitioners, et cetera. We help them create their new media sales and marketing machines by launching their Mm. podcast, building their funnel, creating their online course. And again, really just creating this whole machine for them that creates visibility, leads, and revenue 24-7. Now, what we have found is that when you are launching your own show, the best thing for you to do is to get as niche as possible. Because when you think about a niche-oriented show, like let's say, for instance, a show called The Profitable Photographer, who do you think is going to listen to a show called The Profitable Photographer, Josh, right? I mean, obviously, it's going to be someone who is a photographer and wants to elevate their photography business. So when our client, Lucy Dumas, decided to launch a show, we pushed her in that direction. Does it get thousands of downloads per episode? No. Does it need thousands of downloads per episode to add a pretty significant amount of income for her and her business month in and month out? Of course not, right? Because everyone who listens to the profitable photographer is raising their hand to say, I have an interest in photography. And no one is forcing it down their throat. It's the difference between push and pull media, right? So podcast is a pull medium from the standpoint of basically raising their hand to say, I want that. I want to hear that. And so it's kind of, I liken it to the equivalent of a 100% open rate on your email and a 100% click-through rate on your emails, which of course none of us have. Not if you've got more than two people on your email list, no one gets that. And so 100% of the people who are listening to the profitable, profitable photographer are raising their hand to say, this is of interest to me. So when Lucy turns around at the end of the episode and maybe she interviewed someone who's a profitable photographer and shares what they're doing, maybe she does a soapbox episode where she's just talking about a particular subject, when she turns around and she says, hey, if you want me 
to help you build a profitable photography business, well, grab a 15-minute, let's chat type of session over here, and let me see if I can help you. Well, he does that. People book those calls. Not everybody's going to be a fit. But for those who are, she's able to turn it into real revenue every single time. You know, Steve, one thing that, uh, and I've, I've talked about this before, uh, as uh, someone who studied family science, I did a lot of research, and, and one of my big projects was on the debate versus quality versus quantity time. And, you know, just spending time in someone's vicinity is just so powerful. Um, and I don't know of a medium that can command more of someone's time more easily than podcasting. You, th- you think about, you know, getting someone to spend a lot of time with you on Twitter, you forget it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, everyone gets like a nanosecond on, on Twitter and, and all social media platforms for the most part. Yeah. Uh, you know, a blog, you know, maybe if I'm really wanting to research this and I really want to, you know, dig into whatever it is that I'm learning, eh, maybe, you know, you might get a few minutes. Um, yeah. Video can be good. Uh, but it, it's also very demanding because it demands all of the senses. But podcasts, I can listen to passively while I'm out walking my doggy Levi around the block. I'm yeah. taking a bike ride. I'm driving. And so I get the benefit of spending time together. Now, you as a podcast host, you know, you have people that have spent uh, dozens of hours with you. And so if they get to know the problem that you solve, uh, then who are they going to go to? They're, gonna, yeah. they're always going to go to you because they know, like, and trust you because they've spent that much time with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's interesting because the average podcast interview is 62 minutes. So, wow. Yeah, 62 minutes. So, you know, what, what other medium? And, and your, your point is well taken. I mean, even a, a fairly long blog article, maybe, you know, and Medium does a really good job of this in terms of telling you how long it's going to take. You know, I mean, like Medium, it'll tell you mm-hmm. if it's a four-minute read or a seven-minute read or whatever it is, right? So maybe yeah. you get a handful of minutes. Like you said, social, you're doing the scroll. Maybe you get 30 seconds. Video, yeah, you know, the odds of somebody sitting through something that's that's longer than just a few minutes is not very good unless they're watching a documentary or something of that nature. But I, I do think that's one of the reasons why podcasting yeah, is such a, a growing medium and will only continue to grow as Wi-Fi becomes a standard accessory in cars and Apple CarPlay and Google CarPlay becomes the yeah. dashboard you know, that is standard in every vehicle and autonomous cars hit the road. And of course, you can do whatever you want to do as you go from point A to point B. Listenership's just going to continue to grow. And reality is, uh, you're, well, by some estimates anyway, you're going to see more than a billion people worldwide uh, over the course of a month tuning into to podcasts as soon as 2023 uh, by many of the reports that I've seen. Yeah. Do you think we've hit peak podcast? I think one of the challenges, you know, I, granted, I've been a podcast geek now for nine plus years. Mm. Uh, no, no, gosh, no, 11 years. So for me, you know, I think it's 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 become very challenging. It's almost like I want to tell the podcasting world, "Ho, ho, stop making stuff! I got to catch up." Yeah. Uh, but that's that's not going to happen. We have enough fuel uh, uh, for for uh, enough listeners. Uh, I, I would imagine uh, globally uh, for for many, many, many years to come. Yeah, and I mean, look, you can you can simply ask this question, which is, how many people? from a percentage perspective, use a, a mobile device? Yeah. How many people from a, from a percentage perspective uh, watch television? 
you know, and, and the God's honest truth is uh, th- those are high 90 odd percentile. I mean, it's, it's a huge number. And by some estimates, roughly 26% of those 12 and older here in the States listen to podcasts on a monthly basis. There is a tremendous amount of room to grow. And the reality is there's about six, uh, maybe 700,000 podcasts right now that Mm -hmm. are in existence, of which only about 140 to 150,000 of those are consistently launching and creating and, and uh, you know, creating new content and releasing new content. And so let's just say it's on the high end of that. And you have 150,000 shows that are releasing new content on a consistent basis. Well, if you compare that to the billions of websites, it's, it's, not, it's not even comparable. It's okay. not even comparable. So even if you launched a show now or you started appearing on shows now, great, you know, no better time than the present, because the reality is the odds of your being found either as a guest on a show or by launching your own show are exponentially greater than ever being found if you launch a website or start playing in that world as well. So, you know, again, to each to each his own. But I, Josh, honestly, I, I think we're just still very much seeing the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Steve, what happens at New Media Summit? Uh, New Media Summit's a lot of fun, first and foremost. We dance, we hang together, we eat. I mean, like everybody's in one room. There's no VIPs. There's no, you know, none of that. We're all together in one room over the course of three days. 200 people come in from across the globe. 40 of them are podcasters, top podcasters who have all sorts of different shows, business shows, spirituality shows, health and fitness. You know, I mean, religious shows, you name it. We bring in top podcasters from across the globe as well. And 150 attendees have the opportunity to take center stage. Literally, it's the only event where every attendee takes center stage, at least an event of that Mm. size, takes center stage to pitch on who they are and what they do. And they get feedback from the podcasters and they literally get booked on the spot. So it's three days of learning how to leverage and monetize the power of new media, developing real relationships with amazing people from across the globe and getting booked on top podcasts on the spot. And we've got a 100% track record of people coming to the summit uh, and leaving with bookings in hand. The average attendee actually gets booked on uh, 12 to 14 shows. That is really, I mean, when you consider the ROI on that, uh, you know, either from having to hustle and find those and and work out those deals on your own and getting, dealing with the rejections and all that, uh, it's, it's like a, you know, it's kind of like a dating metaphor. It's like, listen, you yeah. can play the field and or you could just show up at a at, at a dating mixer where everybody is there. The, the hosts are there to meet great guests. They've got a big audience already. The guests are there. Uh, and I can tell you, having been interviewed on 180 podcasts, uh, it is life-changing. It is yeah. absolutely life-changing. Um, and, and I cannot, every week, I get people who say, I heard you on X podcast and, you know, in, in a venue where I got to teach for 30, 45 minutes or 60 minutes. And so they're already in love with me. You know, by the time they get on the phone, they're ready to buy. Uh, you know, they, they just, they just wanted to say hi before they engaged with me. That's, yeah. that's the real power. So, uh, of course, you can find more information about New Media Summit. You go to newmediasummit.net. 
And that is coming up, uh, Steve, looks like in March, right? March 2020? Yeah. Yeah, so March 2020 will be our sixth one, and uh, that'll be in San Diego. And and yeah, I mean it's it's a rocking good time, man. We have people who uh, who, who actually go to I mean, we've we've been told this who have gone to events for years, and now they they don't go anywhere else. We we ruin hmm. events pretty much for you. <laughs> so if you uh, <laughs> you know if, you, if you've been to other events, this one will ruin your event experience for anything else because we set the bar really high in terms of the experience. Uh, and it reality is, uh, as I said, the, and as you said, you know, the ROI of coming there, uh, and getting booked on the shows is, is, is huge. And of course, you know, we do other things as well. We do pre-event training sessions to make sure that you're ready for the event. We teach you how to yeah. pitch our team Great. builds your media one sheet for you, which of course, you know, the importance of that, Josh, yep. so our team actually creates the media one sheet for you. And then there's other bonuses that we include as well, but yeah, man, it's a, it really is an experience like, uh, like, like no other. And, and as I said, we have people who come in from across the globe to be there. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Steve, Steve Olsher, you're a New York Times bestselling author. You're a TEDx speaker, keynote speaker, uh, legendary podcaster. Uh, you've been around the space for quite a while. Uh, and of course, you could be found uh, at steveolsher.com. That's Steve and Olsher is O-L-S-H-E-R.com where you can find all kinds of things that Steve is doing. And of course, uh, if you are interested in being a guest on top level podcasts, well, you can get it all done at one event, uh, walk away with more than a dozen bookings. Uh, and that is at newmediasummit.net. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.